Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's Monday, and we are posting an instant classic for your inspiration. This message may come from anywhere around the globe, but is sure to stay with you for years to come. Make sure to subscribe from wherever you're listening to continue hearing life-changing messages. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon. Praise God. Hallelujah. Appreciate that. Amen. How many love Jesus? Oh, we serve a good God. Amen. Glory to God. I'm excited too. A little bit nervous. I'm always nervous, man. Had nothing to do with all the three gallons of coffee I drink every morning. But <clears throat> that's supposed to calm you down. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Second Chronicles chapter 26. Appreciate, amen, the opportunity to be here this week. And uh, appreciate Pastor Campbell, amen, over the years. What a blessing he has been to uh, my wife and I and, and to my ministry, amen. 2 Chronicles 26, and uh, we're going to start reading in verse uh, number 1. The Bible says, Then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father, Amaziah. He built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. How many of you know it's possible to serve God as a teenager? Amen. And he reigned 50 and 2 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Amen. I was reading about, maybe you heard the story, Mike Collins, who was a linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, was asked by his former coach, to a college coach, to if he would help him to do some recruiting. And so he, sure, coach, you know, what, what kind of player are you looking for? He says, well, you know, the, the guy that you knock him down and he goes down and he don't get back up. He says, we don't want that guy. He says, then, you know, there's the guy, you knock him down and he goes down and he gets back up. And you knock him down again and he gets back up again and you knock him down a third time and he stays down. We don't want him either. Says, and you know, there's the guy that you knock him down and he gets back up and you knock him down again and he gets back up again and you knock him down again and he gets back and he just, just keep knocking him down and he keeps getting back up. He says, oh, that, that's who you want, right, coach? That's the man, that's the kind of guy you're looking for. He says, no, no, no. He says, I don't want the guy that's... <laughs> He says, get me the guy that's knocking everybody down. That's the man we want. How many of you know, amen, that ain't nobody want a loser? Come on now. Come on, somebody. You know, we've been reading a lot about Tiger Wood lately, right? I mean, he's the media darling. Everybody loves the man, right? 
He's a winner, man. Come on, somebody. But all of a sudden, all these kind of things, you know, now, now everybody's been sleeping with him. See, now he's a loser. Now everybody hates him. Oh, come on, somebody. See, let me tell you something, church. God ain't called you and I to be losers. God ain't called you and I to get knocked down all the time. God wants you to be the one knocking everybody down. Oh, come on, somebody. One of the things I remember back in the day on the streets. <laughs> See, we never lost the fight. I mean, you get your teeth knocked out. You get stabbed. You get shot at. But you never lost. That, that, was, just a, that was just a minor incident. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Because there's always tomorrow. It's payback time. We were the biggest and we was the baddest. That was our philosophy. Because nobody likes a loser. Amen. I want to talk to you a little bit, if you allow me, on genuine prosperity. Because what is prosperity? Amen. We think about bling. Come on now. Some of you, you know, you roll up in a new ride. You're prospering. Come on now. But you see, according to the Word of God, and again, listen, God wants us to prosper. God wants us to be winners, not losers. God doesn't want us to live mediocre lives. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. God don't want you to just be coming to church on Sunday, just dragging yourself in. Oh, come on, somebody. See, some of y'all this morning, you just dragged yourself in. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm glad you're here. But if you drag yourself in, don't drag yourself out. Glory to God. My God is a God of prosperity. My God is a God of success. The God that I serve, oh, come on, somebody. Before I got saved, I was a loser with a capital. See, our gang sign should have been an L. We just didn't know how to spell. That was the problem. We didn't have any gang signs back in my day. The Bible tells us, amen, that we ought to be the head and not the tail. Because, you see, the tail gets kicked. Amen. That we ought to be on top. Above and not beneath. That you ought to be the lender. Come on, somebody. Not the borrower. Hallelujah. See, according to Vine's expository dictionary, the word prosperity or to prosper simply means to succeed. And generally, it expresses the idea of a successful venture. Excuse me a second while I get comfortable here. I want to talk to you about genuine prosperity for a moment. Amen. And I want, the first thing I want to consider with you as we consider this man, Uzziah, I want to talk to you about the signs of success. What are the signs of success? See, our society is enthralled with prosperity and success. Amen. The American dream. That's why everybody starts freaking out when, you know, the recession, the recession. The God that I serve don't suffer no recession. 
I made a decision, amen, when they started to announce the recession that I was not going to participate in the recession because with my God, there is no recession. It's only progression. It's all the way alive. Glory to God with Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. What are the signs? We look at Donald Trump with his hideous hairstyle. Come on now. Said, Man, if I could. Listen, can I tell you something? <laughs> Donald Trump got some issues. That brother got some problems. I don't care how much money he got. He can't hold a marriage together. See, you can have, oh, come on, somebody. You can have all the externals. You can have the outward appearance of success. You can have it going on. Oh, come on. See, some of y'all, 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 y'all you think you got, you got it going on walk into church like if it wasn't for me this this church wouldn't be surviving amen you can have all the externals but can be miserable in your marriage you can be miserable in your job you can be miserable in your ministry oh come on somebody see my God is a God of prosperity amen and it has nothing to do with the externals it has nothing to do with what kind of car you're driving these days it has nothing to do with what where you yeah, what, is that a, is that a, our money amen because listen to me church prosperity genuine prosperity as much, don't get me wrong, I mean, I, I like being blessed. I've been broke, and I've been not broke, and not broke is better. <clears throat> I've been poor, and I've been poor. <laughs> but I've also tasted of the blessing of God. Amen? Real prosperity, glory to God. And the word prosper is an interesting word because here we read about a man whom the Bible says he prospered. Amen? And the word to prosper is the Hebrew word. And, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Hebrew scholar. I only play one on TV. But I think you pronounce it tzalach or tzalak. I like tzalak better. It sounds tzalak. Sounds good. Amen? So I'm going to be referring to tzalak for a minute. All right? The word prosperity, when you read it, amen, in the Bible, many times, you know, the, the English language give us, gives us certain words. But if you study it in the original language, you will find a particular word that keeps popping up. And it gives different definition and different meaning and, you know, all of it, amen, uh, it relates, hallelujah. And this is the word that I'm talking about here, this word salak or prosperity, amen. It is used in a variety of different ways and it applies to every single area. Listen to me, church. The word prosper, the word salak, amen, it means success or a successful venture. And that means that it touches different areas of your life it's 
not just material. It's not just, amen, money. But it has to do with every area of your life. It has to do with a marriage that prospers. It has to do with a ministry that prospers. It has to do with a job that prospers. Come on, somebody. It has to do with a witness that prospers. Hallelujah. And is successful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in 3 John verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things. I like that, all. Amen? All things. See, when I got saved, amen, I was messed up. But I want to tell you something, friend. And I thank God that he saved my soul. Amen? But I needed a little more than the salvation of my soul. I needed my marriage to be healed and restored. I needed my finances to be blessed. I needed my body to be healed. Amen. I needed blessing in my home and in my family. And I want to tell you something, friend. When Jesus saved me, you know the word salvation in the Greek is the word sozo. And I don't mean so-so. See, that's the problem with God, folks, sometimes. How you doing, brother? So-so. No, it ought to be so-so. That means, amen, that there's blessing in every area of my life. That I'm enjoying the power of God. That I'm enjoying the blessing of God. That I'm enjoying the joy of the Lord in every aspect, in every area of my life. Hallelujah. I ain't going to take no for an answer. Glory to God. Amen. And I begin to study this word out and begin to look at the different places that we find this word tzalak in the Hebrew. And the first thing that I came upon was that this word prosperity indicates, first of all, might and power. Amen. I don't know about you. Let me say this again. God ain't called you, amen, to just drag yourself to church. The Bible says that we're supposed to, amen, be changed from glory to glory, from strength to strength. Did anybody hear me? From strength to, not from weakness to weakness. I'm getting, you're getting worse, man. Ever since I got saved, just all been downhill. From strength to strength, from victory to victory from blessing to blessing come on son i'm not saying there ain't no battles i'm not saying there ain't no frustrations i ain't saying there ain't no trial but what i am saying is that when you came to christ the spirit of the lord came inside of you and he gave you strength he gave you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy hallelujah in the book of Judges 14 and verse number 6, we find the story of Samson. Amen. Here's a man whom the Bible says he is one day confronted by a lion. I ain't never been confronted by a lion before. Amen. Wouldn't want to be. But the scripture says, amen, that this lion confronts him, comes on him, and the scripture says, amen, that the spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. Did you mark that down? The spirit of the Lord 
came upon. It wasn't, amen, the, the after effects, amen, of a Red Bull. <laughs> Some of y'all confuse that with the Holy Ghost. Take your shot of Red Bull. Oh, he feel good. I feel good. <laughs> it says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And as the Spirit of the Lord came upon him... By his own hands, he takes this lion and he rips it, rips it to shreds like he would a kid goat is what the Bible says. You say, well, pastor, what's that got to do with anything? I'm glad you asked. It says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And that little phrase came upon him. If you will study it, just to surface a little study on it, you will find it is the word Salak. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Oh, come on, somebody. See, this is what prosperity is. Prosperity is when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you and He gives you might and He gives you power and He gives you authority and He gives you victory. Secondly, this word, prosperity, also indicates usefulness. Amen. Aren't you glad that God can use our lives? Amen. In Ezekiel 15 and verse 4, a parable and imagery is given to us. It is the imagery or the parable of the useless vine. And the Bible tells us, amen, talks about the wood of the vine being thrown into the fire and the fire devouring it. At both ends and in the middle. And then God asked the question to Ezekiel. He says, is it now meat for any work? Is it meat for any work? And the interesting thing here, other words he's saying, is it useful? Is it fit for anything? Does it serve a purpose? Come on somebody. And when you look up that word again, is it meat for any use? You will find, oh you'll find it right there. It is the word. Come on, somebody. Select prosperity. You see, a prosperous life is a useful life. It is a life that God can use for his glory, for his honor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It also indicates profitability. Amen. In Jeremiah 13, verse 7, you will find the word profitable there. If you study that word again, all you have to do is look in your strongs and you will find that Hebrew word again. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You see, God wants to make our lives profitable. God wants you to benefit and to bring gain to the kingdom of God. That's what I'm talking about, church. It indicates also overcoming. In 2 Samuel 19... This is where David has to flee Jerusalem because of Absalom. Finally, Absalom is killed. And so here comes David returning to Jerusalem. And as he's coming to Jerusalem, the Bible tells us, amen, that Ziba and a hundred uh, thousand men of Benjamin, they go out to meet him, right? They go out to meet him. Now listen to me, church. The Bible says, amen, that they go and they have to come upon the Jordan River. Amen? 
Now listen, it says, excuse me, that they have to go over the Jordan River. You got it? They're going over. Why are they going over? Because they can't go under. It's the Jordan River. They go over. Can I do it again? This, this is where I get my workouts, right here. <clears throat> Aerobics. Over. All right? Excuse me. That's enough. I got my workout. All right? He says they came over the Jordan River to meet him. And if you look up that little phrase that they came over, uh-oh, it's the Hebrew word prosperity glory to God you hear what I'm talking about church that means that when you're prosperous in the Lord that you are overcoming hallelujah you're able to jump the highest mountains you're able to go across the deepest river come on somebody in Jesus we are overcomers he makes us to prosper glory to God Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. It also indicates breakthrough. How many of you need a breakthrough? Amen. Amos 5, 6 speaks of the Lord breaking out like fire. And if you look up that word to break out, don't mean to break dance. That's what it's talking about. See, some of you read that. Hey, no. It's talking about a breakthrough. Glory to God. Prosperity, it's the word, it's a lack again. It means breakthrough in life. And so, if you want to know if you're prospering, listen to me, church. These are the things that God wants to do. I want to speak to you. That was my, that was my first point. It's all right. It gets faster from here. I want to talk to you about the source of success. Scripture says, amen, that God made him prosper. Amen? See, that's an amazing thing. Because a lot of folk could have lots of money, lots of cars, a beautiful house. Come on, somebody. But that don't mean that the Lord... Is prospering you. It says here 
that the Lord made him to prosper. Those prosper, amen, only whom the Lord prospers. Anything else is not real prosperity. We call it prosperity. We say, oh, man, look at that Donald Trump. He's prosperous. Uh, Tiger Wood, he's prosperous. Amen. Uh, So-and-so, they're prosperous. And this is how how we conclude things. But God thinks a different way. Real prosperity is only by the Lord. You ain't going to find it in your career. You ain't going to find it in your money. You ain't going to find it in your drugs. You ain't going to find it, amen, in relationships. Oh, come on, somebody. Real prosperity prosperity genuine prosperity genuine success only comes by the hand of the lord prosperity is his gift see how many folks think that by their own prosperity or rather that their own prosperity is a result of their own ability that success is something somehow that you conjured up i was preaching a revival a couple of years ago and it was sunday morning and I always get, Sunday morning, I always get real nervous and real desperate. Amen. And so I'm in my room and I'm, I'm, I'm on my knees crying out to God in desperation. And uh, I'm praying and, you know, you, have you ever started praying and you're praying so good it sounds good. It's, I know the Lord's hearing me now. You, you know what I'm saying? You ever do that? You're praying and you're on. Man, it just, you're on. You're preaching to God. That's the way I was. I was sounding good, man. I I wish I had a tape recorder. Record this, baby. Sounding real humble, you know. And I'm praying, and I remember I said, God, and I really am desperate. Sometimes we don't realize how desperate we are. I said, Lord, I said, don't let me go out there. And function on my own ability. Let me not depend on my own ability. That sounds good. My own ability. God. And it was one of those funny mornings where God just talked back to me. (laughs) He said, what ability is that? (laughs) You know, God don't speak often to me like that. You know, kind of audible. But when he does, he can sure hurt a guy. (laughs) Amen. And so we begin, listen to me, church. And we begin to take for granted, amen, the successes and the victories uh, and the blessings uh, that we have been privileged to attain. Uh, and that is why, church, uh, it is so important uh, to give thanks. The Bible says in all things, uh, give thanks to God. Uh, in all things, uh, you are acknowledging God. Uh, listen to me, church, uh, because some of y'all, you're here today uh, and you're looking at your brother. You're looking at your neighbor and you're saying, how come they're getting all the blessings and I ain't? Uh, and God's here to tell you today that the reason why perhaps you ain't getting blessed is because you ain't even thank God for the last time that he blessed you. You ain't, oh come on somebody, you ain't even acknowledge God about the last time he pulled you out. Come on somebody. Tough crowd here this morning. Amen. It is he who gives the power to gain wealth is what my Bible says. You see, it's when Uzziah lost sight of this, that he became enthralled by his own success, thinking, amen, that it was of his own. And it was at this point that he lost everything. He lost 
What real prosperity is is what somebody called the ornament of success. It's not what you got. It just seems that everything you touch is blessed. That's what I'm talking about. Is that when you put your hand to your marriage, there's blessing there. That is the ornament of success. That's what I want. I don't want money. I don't, I don't, I'll welcome it, but that's not what I'm looking for. Amen. And what I put my hand to, that if I'm going to plant a church, it's going to be blessed. That if I'm going to preach a message, that God's going to move through it. That if I, oh, come on, somebody. That if I'm going to give of my money and of my finances, that God's going to take it and double it for the glory of God. Oh, come on, somebody. That when I put my hands to my children, and that's often, amen, that they're going to be blessed. That they're going to prosper, glory to God. And that my children are going to grow up to serve the living God. That they're going to grow up to preach the gospel and to marry, amen, preachers. Oh, come Come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about, church. Amen. The ornament of success. She hears Uzziah. Listen to what the scripture says. Amen. In verse 16 of our text. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed. Against the Lord his God, and he went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. He lost sight. How do we acknowledge and thank God for our prosperity? You know what a tragedy it is. I was just recently dealing with a young man. Been serving God for many years. At one point, had a genuine calling on his life to preach. I believe he probably still does. But he began to pursue a career. There's nothing wrong with pursuing careers, as long as that's not your priority. Oh, come on, somebody. Amen. I'm glad that God saved me, amen, when I was holding up a wall somewhere. That was my career right there. And the tragedy, amen, is this young man gets blessed with a wonderful, wonderful job. A wonderful, I mean, making, making some bank. Amen. Big money. I mean, you know, for me anyways, a lot of money. And you know, the tragedy is, is that the more that he's gone this direction, the farther away he's gotten from God, from his calling, from his destiny. And I found out the other day, man, he had to go in to see a doctor. So I called him, man. Hey, well, are you all right, brother? I want to pray for you. He wouldn't tell me the truth. I thought, you know, he said, oh, I was just sick. But another brother that actually went with him to the doctor told me that he had to check himself in, amen, because of depression. Now, listen to me. You know, the devil wants to depress us. Amen. But I'm saying this because here's a man has everything, man. He's got a beautiful wife, a couple of children, big, beautiful house, brand new couple of cars, making some money. And yet, he's miserable as can be because that ain't real success. Oh, come on. I said, that ain't real success. How do we acknowledge and thank God for our prosperity? How do we keep it in proper perspective? First of all, surrender your success to God. Amen? You know, nothing wrong with a nice career and, and, and making some big bank. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Amen? But you got to surrender it to God. Oh, come on, somebody. Glory to God. Amen? Secondly, you must serve God in spite. And, and, and listen, serve God and serve. Serve, period. 
in spite of your success. Listen, what happens, amen? I've seen this happen many times. Brothers, amen, start getting blessed and start prospering, whether that be in their job or their career or maybe especially in ministry. God begins to raise them up. And so now they think they're the shot caller. The shot caller's in the house. Did you hear, Pastor? I'm the new Bible study leader. Not the co-leader, mind you. The el leader, el mero mero. <laughs> and so now we think everybody ought to be. And you're supposed to be serving. See, that, that'll, oh, come on, somebody. That, that'll keep you, amen. Oh, come on, somebody. That'll keep you down here where you're supposed to be. Washing the disciples' feet. Amen. What better way to bring glory to God and to acknowledge Him as the source and fountain of all our blessings, of all our success and prosperity. And the way to do that again, amen. Surrendering to Him and serving for Him. Lastly, I want to talk to you about the seeking of success. I want you to listen up as I close. In verse 5, the Bible says that as long as he sought the Lord, he made him to prosper. Right? long as he sought the Lord. So we see here that prosperity and success in the kingdom is not by accident. But yeah, man, I just happened to be skipping along and boom, blessing fell on my lap. No, I don't think so. Amen? See, real, real blessing comes from God. And the key. According to what we read here in the word of God, that as long as Uzziah sought the Lord, is that there was a condition, is that there was a prerequisite, is that God said, amen, as long as you seek me, Uzziah, as long as you seek out the Lord. Now, what does that mean to seek out God? Does that mean that God's lost somewhere? I know he's in here somewhere. Excuse me, bro, move, move. No, he ain't there. Amen. What does it mean to seek the Lord? That's an interesting word again. It's the word, it's the, the, the Hebrew word, derash. And it means, amen, three things. It means, first of all, a doggedness. Other words, amen, a persistence to pursue, to follow, a closeness, a persistent and stubborn pursuit of God, following closely and without breaking oh come on somebody see this is what God is saying he's saying that he sought God and as long as he sought the Lord God prospered him and what does that mean to seek the Lord it means that there must be a doggedness in our pursuit of God it means that we don't wait for God oh come on somebody see some of y'all are waiting for God to come and tap you you're waiting for God to give you the calling amen you're waiting for God to tell you what you're waiting for pastor oh come on somebody and God says you got to come after me you got to follow after me you got to take up your cross deny yourself and follow me come on somebody a doggedness a pursuit of God that you ain't gonna let nothing and nobody get in the way no career no relationship no money no nothing is gonna get in the way secondly it means an inquisitiveness that as long as he sought the Lord that as long as he inquired of the Lord. This word, amen, I'm talking about to seek literally means to investigate and to examine. 
to never stop asking questions. To never lose the sense of wonder and surprise. And especially to never, ever stop learning and growing. He says that as long as you have that attitude, that as long as you have that inquisitiveness, that you always, always with a sense of awe. See, sometimes we come to church and we just, you know, we ain't expecting nothing. We just going to do our rituals. Come on, somebody. We're going to do our just going through the motions. Huh? Oh, I wish somebody would help me out. But there's no sense of wonder anymore. There's no asking questions anymore because you got all the answers. There's no going to the altar anymore. Oh, that's for like the new folk. Because you see, I've been, you've been around as long as I have. You know, been around the corner a couple of times. Hmm? We got it all together. Ah, I got a seven-year-old little girl, man. She knows everything. Come on now. Every, I can't tell her anything. I know. I got disciples just like that. I know. Uh, brother, listen. I, I know. I rebuked the brother this morning, man, on the phone. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You know it all? You know? Oh, come on, somebody. We was having... Uh, Pastor uh, Dennis, Evangelist Dennis Wright was preaching for his son Micah. Micah's pioneering in West Jordan, Utah. And he's having a revival. Got some visitors that night. And there was a couple probably in their 30s, early 30s. They got a teenage daughter and a little, maybe like a two-year-old little child. They put the baby in nursery. We're going through the service. The house is packed. Towards the end, Pastor Wright's praying for folks. This one, a brand new convert that I know personally, he's a drug addict. God delivered him. Just got out of prison. Had major problems with his back, so he went forward to, for prayer. Sat him down on the chair. One of his legs was about an inch and a half shorter than the other. And we praying for him. My God is a miracle worker. And this man's leg, I mean, I know this man. Didn't just come out of, you know, I know he's from one of the other churches in the area, brand new convert. And his leg shoots out, the pain is gone, he's rejoicing. And as we're seeing this, this, this man, this, this couple, he stands up in a huff, runs into the a little nursery, grabs his little girl, runs back out, gets his wife and his daughter, and they run out of there. Pastor Wright did what every good pastor ought to do, he chased them down. Ran after them, and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't even know they was visitors, man. I thought they was, you know, new converts in the church. And he chased them down, and apparently, you know, as he caught them, he said, oh, well, are you guys okay? And he said, I've seen that trick before. Just like that. I wasn't there, but I could just picture it in my mind. <laughs> I've seen that trick before. Ah, I've seen that before, preacher. Oh, that Rick Martin, that dude that jumps and spits and shit. Oh, that's why I sit way in the back when he comes around. Oh, he's spitting on everybody. Amen? Can God still awe you? And lastly, this word, amen, to seek means a frequency. The word literally means to frequent. Amen? To happen often, time after time, constant, habitual. Before I got saved, man, I was... If you wanted to find me, I can tell you where I'd be. I mean, you, you, I mean, I didn't have to tell you. Everybody knew where I was. 
because I was a constant client. Right? There was a particular bar I hung out. You could find me there. There was a drug dealer's house, amen, that, you know, we go in there and be his friend. You ever have do that? Friends of convenience? You'd find me there. I was habitual, frequently there. Amen? And this is the word that is used here. As long as he frequented God, that as long as he went to the closet of prayer, as long as he went to the altar, as long as he sought God, as long as he cried out, as long as he was in the house, as long as he was out there witnessing, as long as he was out there following, as long as he was involved in the things of God, as long as he frequented, amen, the kingdom business of God, hallelujah, amen, God made him to prosper, glory to God. See, no doubt about it, church, God wants to show the world that his people, his church, and his kingdom can and will succeed. Let me just close with a quick illustration. The church that I pastor in Ogden, Utah is a wonderful church. We've been planning churches. We just sent our first overseas into Bolivia. God is helping us. And all the other churches that we are planning are all in Utah. We're invading that place. Amen. You can. When we were uh, first got there, there was only three churches in the, in the state. We have... Currently, 14 churches, amen, uh, in uh, that, uh, actually 16 churches that are directly linked to Utah. But they were sharing with me some of the older brothers that have been around from the beginning. When Pastor Tom Quinlan first went into Ogden to pioneer that church many, many moons ago, they started in a a little uh, Holiday Inn conference room. God began to give them some people. Many of those first converts, amen, that were saved in the the original time, amen, uh, several of them today are out pastoring churches. But they saw the need to look for a building. So they found a storefront building, and of course, this this is Utah. I mean, it is what it is, all right? And so everybody, you know, that the, the business owners, the, the people that own the buildings and all that, you know, they, they're, all, they're all direct descendants, amen, of Brigham Young and Brigham Old. Just bring them. <laughs> and so when, when Pastor Quinlan was trying to acquire this building, he had to get a conditional use permit. He has to take it before the city a council, you know, and they're not going to do it. Yeah, these, these are, you know, these are Joe's boys. Ain't going to do it. And so nobody's for it but one man. Right there in front of Pastor Quinlan, in front of some of the folks from the church, he said, let's just let them do it. They're going to fold anyways. (laughs) I got to tell you, that's the biggest mistake that fool ever made. (laughs) Amen. Because God is going to show himself. Amen. God, listen to me, church. God wants to show the world, amen, that his people, that his church, that his kingdom, that this fellowship is going to succeed. Amen. Hallelujah. It's going to press on and we're going to reach the world for Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord praise. Amen. Glory to God. Let's bow our heads. Close our eyes for just a moment. 
Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.